Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Texish, the show about some things, Texas. And some things rolled up sleeves. As always, we are coming to you live from Pouch 6 Studios here in Austin, Texas. Got a great episode in store for you. A couple of life updates from Texas Seth and Texas Gunner. Tito's and Shiner. Gonna be an all-nighter. Just might find her at the Whataburger line. Dance halls and women. But man, I'm wishing that I was fishing by the river tonight in Texas. But before we get to those, as always, your favorite segment and ours, our not sponsors. Not sponsors. They give us zero money. Literally still no money from any of our not sponsors. I don't get why that is. I don't either. We do such a good job. I know, that. right? Such good ad reads. Our first not sponsor for today's episode of Texas is Tacova Boots. Tacova Boots. Do you live in the city but just want to look like you're from Guthrie, Texas? Tacova Boots. Are you going dancing or going to your crypto job even though crypto is failing? Tacova Boots. Are you dancing at the White Horse or do you even know what the White Horse is? Tacova Boots. It's like if gentrification was a shoe. Tacova boots. It's for people who like to tuck their jeans in. Tacova boots. Never have I felt more manly than when I'm zipping up my boots to go to work at a coffee shop. Tacova boots. They make more than boots. They make leather shoes, leather slip-ons, leather, leather purses, purses, leather belts. <laughs> Tacova boots. Taylor Sheridan's favorite boot. Tacova boots. You really want your bedroom to smell like. Tacova boots. <laughs> I actually do like the smell of their boots. So literally my favorite candle is uh, made by this company called Texas Candles, and it is a leather scented candle. Shouts out Texas Candles. I uh, love leather yeah. boots. Yeah. Uh, anyway, who's our other not sponsor for today's episode? Our other not sponsor is none other than Topo Chico. Topo Chico. It's like tickly water. Topo Chico. If you're outside and you need a little little tequila, little ranch water, Topo, Topo Chico. Chico. Every white girl's favorite drink. Topo Chico. And Can't, mine. Topo Chico. Can't drug this water. Topo Chico. Is it minerals or is it just a little finger tickling your tongue? Topo Chico. For the thirsty hipster. Topo Chico. I also love how there's a stark difference between the plastic bottles and the glass bottles. I love how they've managed to do that because now I just buy the glass bottles. You have to buy the glass bottles. Topo Chico. <laughs> I love that not sponsor. Shout out Topo Chico. Shout out Topo Chico. Um, yeah, wasn't there a time where you could only buy Topo Chico in Texas? For a little bit because like a it, little... it was a Mexican company Yeah, uh, that imported here. Latinx company. Latinx, sorry. Yeah. And Come on, man. Recently, Coca-Cola bought Topo Chico. Sellouts. So you can now, you can find it everywhere. Find it anywhere. But, but it, really, it really was the sparkling water of Texas. Of Texas. And I, I like the minerality. I like that it is aggressively bubbly. Yep. Love to- it. Topo Chico, you open a Topo Chico and it punches you in the face. It really does. And man, I, nothing beats like the, the, the regular Topo Chico mm-hmm. and get an actual lime, mm-hmm. two slivers. Squeeze it in. Oh, yeah. So yummy. And when you pull it from the fridge, and it's a fridge that's cold enough to create just a little bit of that ice when you uh-huh. crack it. So, oh, my so God. So nice. I miss summer now. Uh, oh, better than sex. Topo, Topo Chico. Chico. That's the ad. Um, <laughs> all right. You want to hear about what happened one time in Texas history? Once upon a time. Once upon a time. So we actually have a twofer. We got a twofer? We got a twofer. Oh, heck yeah. Because this has happened twice in Texas history on the same day in 1971. Go on. In 1991, in the Driscoll Hotel, Ooh. a bride Throwback. killed herself Ooh. in room 525. 
So, in 1971, mm-hmm. it is rumored, so not confirmed, but rumored, that a lady from Fort Worth was supposed to sure. be wed. Sure. Found out that her husband had been trifling. Well, her future husband had been trifling, sleeping around, running around. Okay. So, she came down to Austin, got a room at the Jusco Hotel, room 525, went and bought a bunch of stuff on his credit, like on his card. Mm-hmm. Just like rang up this huge bill. Why not? Went back to room 525. Killed herself. Wow. 1971. 1991. Mm-hmm. On her honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Another bride. Who? Haven't been able to figure out why she did it. In room 525, on the same day that the first bride killed herself, killed herself. So. It, is there any connection at all between the people? Like the actual. Yeah. Like Again, I, I read a bunch okay. into it. Austin Monthly did a piece. There's a, there's a couple of pieces on it. The Driscoll Hotel itself has a couple of haunting things. Yes. But 525 is like the specific... 525 is the room. Room 525 is the room because two brides have legit... Le, the legit thing is two brides have killed themselves in, that, in that, room. that room. Yeah. 20 years apart on the same day. I can't find any relation between the women. Like there's okay. no... Like you can't even find out if like the girl who killed herself in 1991 was like obsessed with... Sure. The 1971 murder, whether or not, yeah, and, yeah, and shouts life. out to uh, my friend Shane. He's the one who like, oh nice, told me all these stories, and I was like, I've got to talk. I've got to talk about this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, room five two five, super haunted. They didn't let anyone stay. <laughs> super, <in>. haunted. <laughs> super haunted. I mean, they two two girls she, in a yeah. room alone. Yeah. For years. I also wouldn't let anybody stay there. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, they didn't let anyone stay in there until 1998 or 99. Like, no one could even get Relatively that Relatively recently, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's a room that if you don't know what happened in there, they try not to tell you because right. I'm sure anyone that goes there mm-hmm. and, you know, you're going, you're visiting from L.A., you got your Tacoba yeah. boots on, you're drinking a Tobo Chico on South Congress with you all your, your white friends. You got your bouncing ball in your pocket. Yeah, you're, you're you know, talking about how you might move here, staying at the Driscoll Hotel, you're talking to locals. Yeah, I'm in room 525 at the Driscoll Hotel and people are like, wait, ooh. You should get out of there immediately. See if you can move rooms. Super haunted. Super, so not yeah. even a little haunted. Like very. That's haunted. legitimately super haunted. I, I, again, back to the ghost conversation. Yeah, yeah. If ever you were like, do you believe in ghosts? I would say if anything is haunted, it's probably room five two five at the Driscoll Hotel. Ghosts are interesting, man. You know, uh, <laughs> like to talk to or just as the concept to talk. The concept because like Ron White talks about a, a ghost that haunted his house. What that he talked to. And, and, and he was like, uh, he said, yeah, and I, I'm not going to bother you. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. You just, you got to leave my son alone or whatever it was. What uh, the heck? Yeah. Apparently, apparently he just was. Working. Is he a reliable source though? Yeah. 100%. Like the guy who used to famously mm-hmm. be drunk every day. Yeah. Talk to a ghost. Yeah. Why not? All right, cool. Hey. I'll believe it. Uh, I'll, all right, fine. All, right, all fine. I'm saying is, and the interesting thing about ghosts to me mm-hmm. in, in so far as like buildings and whatnot is you actually have to disclose if a building is haunted, if you want to sell it. I do know that. Yeah, yeah like that legally you have, you have to, to say, like, which means legally ghosts the, are real. The law believes in ghosts. What rights do ghosts have? That's a great question. Where's that picket Clearly sign? they don't have squatters rights. Uh, cl- which is wild which because is- the people who do have squatters rights are way grosser. <laughs> like ghosts, ghosts are relatively benign. Yeah, like, they're you're pre- going to lose a bride one, once in a while. Yeah, that's fine. And you know what? There's, there is a good chance the first one just died of like excess hairspray inhalation. Potentially. It was a Dallas chick in the 70s. If not for the blood, I think they'd be able to make that conclusive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honest, that, okay, what would you do? Like, uh, some you own a hotel, one of the rooms ends up mm-hmm. being haunted. I would change the room number. 
and like it, on the door, you like, just you know, flip you it. Know they do that, right? Like, yeah. they skip the thirteenth floor. Yeah, like there is no thirteenth floor. It, it goes. 12, 14 in yeah. a lot of hotels. Mm-hmm. They'll just skip that floor for yeah. superstitious reasons. Um, and or that's a maintenance r- uh, floor sometimes. Yeah. But like it, it often is just not mm-hmm. listed. Yeah. Uh, there's that famous Mitch Hedberg joke. Uh, you know what floor you're on. If you jump out of the window, you will die earlier. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think the move is change the room number and or make it like a broom closet. Gotcha. You know? See, I'm the opposite. I would open a TikTok <laughs> account. Yeah. The haunting in room five two five. Yeah, I'd broadcast from there every single day, make it blow up, and then I would sell it at a premium. Like, yeah. if you want to stay here, you're gonna be locked in for twenty four hours. You're signing a waiver that says nothing that happens to you when there is our fault because you consented. Yeah, and you have to video the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So I would just make it into a complete content house, like, because there's there's a lane. There's people who are like, I want to stay in room five two five. I would make it like Austin's number one hotel room. Sell it at a premium. Make sure people come stay there. None of what happens in there is my fault. You chose to stay there and get the content out of it. Yeah, I'm just a capitalist. That's at the fair. End of the day. There. Have you heard about this guy who's uh, he's on TikTok and he is debunking sort of. He's teasing the witches of TikTok and he's okay. like, hey, all of every single witch out there, put a curse on me. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Yeah, prove prove it. I like that. And nothing has happened to him. Cool. That Clearly. still scares me. I know it does. <laughs> that's why I brought uh, it up. Even the I, word wish just makes yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shrink back. Did you yeah. see that? I was like, that's. I did. But what if it works? Like I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I just like um, appreciate. That. I, I appreciate it, but I'm also like, dude, stop doing that. Like, don't just don't invite it. Nothing will happen. Um, so who's our badass? Oh well, uh, badass is yours. Oh, small yeah, town's me. mine. <laughs> I, I actually know who it is. Too. You know who it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Our small town of the week is Guthrie, Texas. Oh, Guthrie. We talked about Guthrie last. The time county seat of King County, Texas. Yes, also the home to nothing but literally, literally nothing but the headquarters of the Four Sixes Ranch. Yes, that's all it is. It's an unincorporated community founded in like 1888. Serves no purpose other than being the headquarters of the Four Sixes. I ranch. love that. Serves no purpose. It's like you drive through it. That's there's fair. a building that's like the Four Sixes Ranch. I don't know. Nothing else. Yeah. Literally nothing else. Guthrie, Texas. Guthrie, Texas. Small town of the week. Small town of the week. That's interesting that you choose Guthrie. Do you know why? Because you chose Guthrie Henderson. I did not. But I don't so- know if Guthrie Henderson's a real person. <laughs> He's not. Okay. Our Texas badass of the week is none other than Buster Welch. Buster Welch! Faye Owen Buster Welch mm-hmm. was born May 23rd, 1928. Very old when he died. Died June 12th, 2022, recently. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. He was an American cutting horse trainer and inductee into the NCHA Members Hall of Fame, American Quarter Horse Hall of Fame, National Cutting Horse Association Riders Hall of Fame, and Texas Cowboy Hall of Fame. Freaking legend. Buster was chosen as the recipient of the 2012 National Golden Spur Award for his outstanding contributions to the ranching and livestock industry. So Faye Owen Welch was born in Sterling City, Texas. No, he was born in Sterling City. He was born in Sterling City. Well, he's also, he's not related to us, but he's related to To dad. dad. By marriage. By marriage. Because we've met Amy, who is his His granddaughter. Granddaughter or something. Something like that. So our dad uh, rides cut horses. And one of the interesting things he found out in this endeavor is that he is related to by some... By know, someone marrying somebody. He's like a he's like a third cousin, essentially, or something like that. A Buster Welch. A Buster Welch. One, of the, one of the greatest, most... Uh, Probably the considered the greatest yeah. 
cut horse cut trainer, horse trainer breeding program of yeah. all time. Yeah. Uh, so in his, this is just some like, you know, some mm-hmm. accomplishments that Buster Welch made apart from being just an incredibly interesting storied man. Yeah. He won the NCHA world championship four times and the NCHA world championship futurity five times. That's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. He also was in, in his nineties when he died. So he had time, but yeah. it's also very, very, <laughs> very hard. To do most that. people don't do it once in their lifetime, much less a total four of times nine times and, yeah, nine across times. different events. Yeah. The most notable horses he trained include Marion's girl, Chicka, Chickasaw Mike, Money's Glow, who he trained in 1962, won the first NCHA World Championship for Charity. Nice. In 1963, he won it on Chickasaw Glow. In 1966, on Ray J's Pete. In 1971, on Dry Dock. And in 1977, on Pepe's San Badger. Side note, horse names are crazy. Horse names are awesome. Horse names are like, hey, let's name this white plant <laughs> orange-like Gunnarsson. And then you know, they'd be like, okay, okay, put it on the birth certificate. <laughs> it's like, the best. Are you naming an animal or are you just when I think people think that like room. the cool names only apply to racehorses, but and they it's don't. like it's every every single horse, horse has like five has names. a fascinating name. It's, it's crazy. And, it is, and there is a reason for yeah. it, uh, which I also find you know mm-hmm. slightly interesting. Well, now you have to tell us because well because you, they they name these horses specifically to track lineages. Yeah, so that like just like an example, Peppy Sand Badger, mm-hmm. right? If that's the horse's full name, its sire might have been like peppy lion yeah. or something mm-hmm. they, they're or like they're making uh, sure you can associate magi- each horse magistrate with badger yeah uh cardinal mm-hmm. or whatever the yeah. crazy names and then they'll call the horse you know gray or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. they'll be like oh that's old gray yeah and it, it's just crazy like that anyway so buster was born in the 20s which is insane yep that's like he was born at the tail end of the 20s, so mm-hmm. leading into the depression. some pretty crazy... Yeah, Dust Bowl, Depression, oh, yeah. World War Buster II. probably remembers setting a table upside down so that when it was time to eat, you could turn it right side yeah, up and so not have no dust, dust on it, which is crazy. He also probably remembers not setting a table because there was no food. I'm sure he probably. does. I mean, honestly. By 13, he left home permanently. Nice. To land a job breaking horses. Nice. He worked super uh, large, you know, really large herds of cattle, got yeah. really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did chores for cattlemen Foy and Leonard Proctor in Midland, Texas. There's a little Midland connection. 432, shouts out. After leaving Proctor's, Buster worked for many ranches. 666 six, six Ranch, uh, or 46's Ranch. Yeah, not 666 six, six Ranch. That's in This is why I can't five. do medication and read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four stop six taking ranch. your meds before we record. I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> Pitchfork Ranch, King Ranch, Long X, and a few others where he developed a, you know, the skills to work as well as breeding programs. Nice. Uh, he is storied for his breeding program at the King Ranch. Yep. And not enough. That's kind of what about shot it. him to legendary. Status. It's so legendary that a person I met in California who mm-hmm. rode horses in her youth. Okay. In rodeo yeah. knew who Buster Welch was. Mm-hmm. Freaking crazy. That's insane. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, he lands in Yellowstone has a little mm-hmm. scene when Jimmy is dropped off at the four sixes by the character played by Taylor, Taylor Sheridan. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting by the old guys and they're talking and he walks away, and that four sixes cowboy is like, "There's two things to fear in Texas: God and Buster Welch." And you just met one of them. Met one of them. Freaking crazy. Such a great line. Uh, and what what happened is, whenever they had him on set, you know, he's 94. Yeah. Uh, like in a legitimate, in a legitimate power chair because he's so old he can't walk. He wanted to. Apparently, Amy Amy was saying he wanted to do a good job and all that, mm-hmm. but he was like, "I don't know what to say." And Taylor just said, "Just start telling stories." Yeah, and he was legit and just legitimately telling the just story. telling stories. So, so they they got to choose which story they wanted to use. Yeah. 
Buster Welch, man, Texas legend, cowboy, started his own herd the or his own ranch, the the B Lazy W brand to supply mm-hmm. demand for naturally fed cows. Yep. One of the first cowboys to do it. Yep. Just just a son of a gun. Just, just a, a cool guy. Gun, in the just best way possible. In the best way. So Buster Welch, we salute you. We salute you. Shouts out. Shouts out to Buster Welch. Um, speaking of salute. Speaking of salute, um, I can't help but notice uh, Burke Kreischer's in the house. Hey! hey! Burke Kreischer in the building. It's the machine. Look, the casting call said... Let's get into it. You got to be an extra. I was a, I was a background. Yeah. Not even at, like the specifics yeah, you were background. Were background. Not extra. You were background I was, for a show that shoots in Texas. Walker. Walker. The reboot of the famous Iconic. Chuck Norris TV show. Walker, Walker Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Walker starring Jared. Uh, Pedalecki. Jared Eccles. Um, <laughs> his brother Jensen Pedalecki. We're going to have him on the show sometime. I can't wait. I'm just going to convince either. them that I don't know which one's which. Oh, man. And they're going to hate it. Oh, it's going to um, be. Shouts at Family Business Beer Co. There you go. Anyway, um, yeah, I was yesterday, mm-hmm. like recording today, yesterday, um, had my first opportunity to be on a TV set, film set, and it happened because we've been talking about Yellowstone a lot. We have. And I've just always thought it would be interesting to mm-hmm. be background or be an extra on a show that I like. Well, like, you know, we're both entertainers. Uh, I, I, I was you I was more an actor. so than me. Uh, you are an actor. You, you, you've been <laughs> I'm in an LA. actor. Like uh, you've done the LA. I've thing. done the LA thing. I I plan to continue pursuing it yeah. in my own small way. Yeah, and we've talked, and I've encouraged you to get on set to see what see, it's like. See what it's like. So you I'm, know, I I'm not like I want to be an actor, but mm-hmm. I think I just thought it'd be fun to be on set of a show that I'm into. So tell us. Well, I made a I made a profile mm-hmm. on mycastingfile.com because you can like just make a profile. Yeah, I literally cropped it. my wedding mm-hmm. picture. Like that's I don't have a headshot. It's yeah. just that you have your measurements, mm-hmm. you have like different things you answer, and there's all these open open extra background calls yeah. for different things. I went there specifically because Taylor Sheridan's agency like pulls background from this site. So I thought, okay, I'm going to up my chances by just being on the side that they pull from. But also Walker uh, pulls its background people from this. And it, and, it, and it goes both ways. You can like find open calls and throw your hat in the ring or people find you and just reach out. And I get a text from Stephanie at Legacy Casting. Legacy Casting, Stephanie, y'all were amazing. Truly awesome to work with. Shouts Everybody out. there shouts out like... If you are in Texas and want to do background work, look into Legacy Casting. They're super nice. They'll set you up for success. They were great. Yeah. I get a text that says, uh, Gunner, we saw your profile. We need, we would like to have you as background for the show Walker. Yeah. And I click on the link to the actual call and it says, looking for, in all caps, very fit and muscular men to play Marines on Walker. And I haven't let it go to my head at all. <laughs> yeah. Gunner walked into the studio, shirt off, lat spread. Very fit, muscular. I've been. <laughs> I'm. I'm a little sad they made you shave the mustache. I yeah, you know the the mustache had to go. I had to get my haircut. Um. Oh, did they give you a haircut? I I got to cut myself. Oh. I I didn't want to show up again. You've told me like yeah, yeah. background. You've really got to like basically not exist. Well, yeah, and then just a little a little background for the people. Uh-huh. Uh, whenever you're casting background, it is incredibly difficult because you're trying to fill a scene with people who aren't pros mm-hmm. to do a thing to make it feel more real. Yep. And you never have enough time and you never have enough people, which means people like who reach out to you uh-huh. 
they reached out to you because somebody who was supposed to do that job couldn't anymore. Probably. Yeah. Um, and, well, you know, and it's seeing. Yeah. What is it? Uh, see, but don't be seen. Like, don't yeah. get in the yeah. way. I didn't want to show up and they have to cut and my hair because yeah. I'm staying out of the way. It, but we'll get to that. Um, I've been, uh, I sent a screenshot of the casting call to my wife. Yeah. And just ever since I've been like, don't forget who you're don't married to. Don't forget who you're married to. Very Muscular fit. Marine. Muscular. And I, I'm very humble about it. Like, let me see your hair. I haven't seen your hair. Well, I, I just, they cut the, they cut the back. Part. Shouts out Jody Honest Barber. We just cut like oh, the back part yeah, off. Just yeah. Clean, just clean cut. Good. I'm losing my hair anyway. So it's got to stay Dude, short. Me too. Yeah. Well, no, you're not. You have beautiful locks. Um, it's long. That's why you can't tell. Anyway. So I'm like this not will, sponsored by hymns. I'm like, this will be interesting. Yeah. Of course I'm saying yes to the yeah. time. It shouldn't take all day. You know, the promise was it shouldn't take all day. And that was the other thing that I'm on the fence about. It's like, it could take all day. I'm aware that it could take all day. I know. But the promise was three to four hours. So I thought I'll I'll go. I'll be on set. This will be interesting. And the shot was like a marine a marine flashback. So Jared Pedlecki is not even on set. This is like baby yeah. Walker and yeah, that whole thing. Um, the uh, uh, call time mm-hmm. 6 a.m. Sure, which is fine. I'm an early guy. Anyway, yeah, you're up at five anyway. That's not a big deal. But I am like, man, it's early. They're starting early. This yeah. is this is an early. Oh, um, I go to my costume fitting. Yeah put on the Marine stuff and I don't see it, but the name on my coat is Win in W G U E N like, like the way you would spell Win uh, if you were Vietnamese. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Vietnamese. Yeah. And so I walk out clearly, clearly not. And I walk out of the costume fitting, like, how do I look? And the costume lady is holding five other jackets. Like you look good. You have to change, you have jackets. To change your jacket though. And I was like, why? And she goes, look at your name. I was like, yeah, we should probably change that. So I chose Brooks. The what she had like Brooks Smith Johnson and Win. Oh, you should gone with and, Johnson and another Win, but it was W Y N. Okay, fair. Um, so I chose Brooks. So Marine number three, Officer Brooks, reporting for duty. Show up at call time at six, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking this is early. Sure, but I realize everybody who works on production has been here since four a.m. Mm-hmm. Legitimately, yeah. Um, so I pull up, get checked in again. Everybody on the production side at Walker was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I meet my fellow background people. How did that go? Okay. Background actors are insane. Okay. But that's the thing, right? Is when I showed up to, for the costume fitting, mm-hmm. the legacy agency people were like, well, how long have you been in the industry? And I kind of went, what? Like, what? yeah, people in the industry are doing, I thought it was just other people like me that are like, it'd be fun to be on set for a second. No. Yeah. There's like industry people that are, and I'm like this, maybe this is a sign that you shouldn't be in the industry. Maybe, maybe, um, but one guy showed up with long hair, mm-hmm. so they, they had to they spend cut 30 it. minutes cutting his hair, and you uh-huh. could tell they were not happy about that. Mm-hmm. But also, he wasn't happy about it. Yeah. So in my like the email said clean shaven. Yeah. You know, Marine. The, the the expectation was set. Yeah. The it was very clear. Show up looking like a Marine, yeah. and you know, very and he muscular. Not. He did not. Um, and he was kind of so. This guy was a little upset sure. about, but I. So that was off putting for right. everybody. And you don't because he's going to talk to you about it because there's nobody else he can talk to. <laughs> exactly. And and uh, meanwhile, you you have to be there. Yeah. And listen and listen. Yeah. Um, I'm also the youngest one there, mm-hmm. which I'm not young. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, I think they needed like mature looking people. Sure. Because um, like Walker's supposed to be young. So I think they needed everyone else to look older. OK. Um, but anyway, so I show up 6 a.m get changed and we're hanging out and I meet my buddy Ron um, shouts out Ron. We the fam on Instagram. 
started running about a year ago. Mm-hmm. He's been a flight attendant for 16 years. Of course you go to Walker to work background and end <laughs> up making a running friend. Dude, it, he was so nice. Yeah. Um, started running. It's like changed his life. He he met God while running. So we got to talk about like nice. running as a very spiritual, prayerful experience. He's now running 24 marathons in 24 months. Good for him. So he's on, I believe he just did New York is number 11 or oh, number wow. 12. He's almost halfway. Yeah. And he does a three minute plank every day, does 50 push ups every day, does a handset. Like, cool. He's doing like some stuff that, yeah, like, like, hey, this is such a nice like, guy. Like, and like, he's, do, he's trying to, fi- he was like me trying to figure yeah. out if he likes to be on set. That's why he's been doing okay, background cool. work. Yeah. Um, but just, I shout out Ron, nicest guy. Yeah. We're Shut talking a little bit. Um, they put makeup on me. I have makeup on. <laughs> um, and we're all just kind of hanging out in this um, office area. Yeah. And the, I guess one of the PAs or like assistant production assistants. <laughs> sure. Walks in, come with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, come on. Ah! And, and we walk around into this warehouse. Insane what they've done with this warehouse. It's a soundstage, I guess. Mm-hmm but it's all these mini sets are in this warehouse. And so we like walk around and they've built this like infirmary scene with like five hospital beds. That's obviously in Iraq. The flashback is to yeah. 2004 Iraq. Cause I guess Walker was a Marine in Iraq at that time. And we're, they like, they go stand here and we're just standing watching everybody walk around and do stuff. And it was insane to see how many people are involved so many people to get this shot for it's not they're not knocking us walker this isn't yellowstone right this isn't like one of america's top tv shows right but it's on the cw this is a but network it's, show. yeah it's a network show and it was just insane to see mm-hmm. how many people are it working takes. on this one shot and that shot's probably going to be what two minutes not even like this yeah. shot is 30 seconds and and they had to flip it so they did one shot they grabbed Ron to pull back a curtain. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he gets to, he gets to pull the curtain. Yeah. And, um, so they're going to do this first shot. They don't need the rest of us for this one shot. So they go, go to the chairs over there. <laughs> and in the back of this warehouse, there's like these folding chairs mm-hmm. and it's very clearly like peasants background background yeah. over there. And the guy with the long hair was saying like, yeah, this is like this is typical standard. for, and in my head, I'm like, you've done this multiple times mm-hmm. and you're an actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, cool. Another guy uh, was really cool. He'd like drove for Fort Worth first time, been in the army for 10 years. Nice. Super nice guy. Yeah. It was one of those, like there's clearly one person among us who is not cool. Sure. And we all know who we it all is. Know who it is. Um, Always anyway, <laughs> but we're, we're just sitting in the chairs, hanging out, you know, and then, you know, you hear quiet, everyone shuts up and just hang out for a little bit. So about an hour of setup for a 30 second shot Mm -hmm. and then you hear flip. And Mm -hmm. so they come get us again and they're like, you, you, you and you are going to be hurt on this infirmary bed. You and you are like doctors, yada, yada. We're getting dirtied up Mm -hmm. and uh, the make the makeup ladies are kind of doing my hair. Super nice ladies. One of them was from Odessa and they see my tattoo and they're like, Oh, that's so sweet. And I was like, yeah, it's my wife's handwriting. We wrote, I love you for the first time, like seven years ago. I've had the note. Got the, and so all these makeup ladies are like, that is the cute. That's so cute. Yeah. Adorable. That's awesome. Having this fun time. And then the Marine consultant on set goes, Marines wouldn't have a wrist tattoo in 2004. Which is true. Fair yeah, call. Yeah. Yeah. So the prop master goes, here's a bloody gauze. Your wrist is hurt. <laughs> and so my whole job was just to like hold, hold this yeah. bloody gauze over my wrist. 
and just act hurt. Yeah, I guess. And and this whole time, I'm still kind of forgetting that I'm acting. Right. Because it's background. I'm like, I'm just in the background. I'm not acting. Yeah, yeah. Um, We go on the set. The shot is this main guy that's next to me. Like the dialogue is right here. Right. So you're just laying in the bed next. I'm laying in the bed next to him. And they're like, we need to put an IV in you. And I'm like, it'll be a fake needle. Prop guy comes up with a real freaking IV. And I'm like, no, no." I literally go, no, 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 no. And he goes, no, I'm just going to tape it. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were about to stick you. You thought they were about to stick you. And, you know, I'm equal parts blown away by the attention to detail. But then they put this IV thing in me. Mm Mm-hmm. And the tube just goes on the ground. So I have to go, hey, shouldn't there be a bag hanging up? Yeah. Because. Because you're, you're asking legitimately. And yeah. it's a good question. A good question. He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> just grabs yeah. a bag out of nowhere, hangs it up. Another hour and a half of setup. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I know what's happening, so I'm not adding much. But yeah. Like, you're watching. My mind is being blown. Right. This whole so time. You're, you're watching light, lighting people, gaffers. Light, gaffers. Light I'm watching the prop masters. You're watching the, the DP communicate yep. uh, with the director. I'm watching the script su- supervisor go over mm-hmm. the script with the dialogue people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all this stuff is ha- like. You're watching an actor who's like there to act. Clearly, right? actors don't do much. Um, clear. Like, clear. I mean, they act, yeah. but it became very clear for anyone who doesn't know. The easiest job on set, in some ways, is the acting. It's you really de- easy right until it is. And it definitely yeah. made it clear, like, the hard part for the actor mm-hmm. is you better nail your freaking lines. Yeah, because you do not have... You like, don't have a lot of time. Especially on network TV. What did they give him? Two takes? Three. three. It was three yeah. takes. Three takes. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't until... So three cameras mm-hmm. for this one shot. Well, So they're getting coverage. Um, coverage. Hour and a half. Hour and a half of setup. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Then they say, you know, rolling, and I'm like, wait, I have to act hurt, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> did you make noise? No, I didn't no. make noise. Okay, good. good yeah, good. don't make noise. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Some other guys did. Oh, thank God. After the first shot, right, I didn't good. make noise. I was so worried you were. Two other that. background guys made noise. Yeah. After the first shot, director immediately goes, immediately goes stop, "Stop making, making noise. noise." Yeah. Yeah. Like he comes over and is like, yeah. "You guys have to be quiet." Zero noise. Pantomime. They're like, yeah. "You got to pantomime." So, but my, so I'm laying back and they're like, "Action!" I'm like. not that extreme yeah, but i was like how do i look how shocked do I look, and how do i, I so i just kind of thought of leadville and yeah, was yeah. like maybe i'm <laughs> you gave yourself ptsd and i, I was like wincing like oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um did yeah. he give you any notes no no oh. notes at all if anything i was the only one who got no notes because like the good. guy the doctor attending the other background guy, his hands were too big for his gloves. So the second shot, he was messing with the gloves for like 20 seconds. And they were like, and they had to say like, dude, just don't mess with the gloves. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I was it. If go. the shot makes it to episode 11 of Walker airing in like January, what's fun is like, there's a clear, there's like a clear I'm line. right next to the guy talking. What I'm interested, what I want to see is if, because I don't know how they shoot the show necessarily. Yeah. I want to see what shots you're in. And if you're in focus, I'm definitely not in focus because De- we don't know. We don't well, know because no, the, the scene is this guy in the bed talking yeah. to another guy. So the focus is here. Yeah. Like there's no way but it I'm depends on the lens. I don't think I'm in. Focus. Okay. All right. We'll I see. shouldn't be. Uh, but we'll yeah. See. So like I'm like, oh, so, okay. God. So for this, for this like two minute scene for the audience, oh, 30 seconds, 30 second scene. How long were you there on set? On set. I was there for four and a half hours. Okay. And I was only in this one. And remember the they filmed one scene. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not even done yet. Okay. Film the scene, flip. I'm in that part. Then there, you know, three takes. We're done. One guy had a everybody wants some baseball hat on, nice. and I was like, "Hey, is that everyone wants some?" Hey. He's like, "Yeah." 
Everyone smells like cigarettes, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's like coffee, breath, and cigarettes. Because yeah. you can tell it's like, this is nonstop work yeah. for very little pay. Because this was Wednesday, right? Yeah, so yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. So they work 4 a.m. to midnight. Yeah. Well, and I, I, got, I got the email for call time at like 8 p.m. the mm-hmm. day before because they don't know when they're going to they start because they haven't wrapped the day shooting And yet. they can't tell you when they're going to start until they yep. wrap because that affects when they can start exactly um so yeah i do we do that scene and there's four there were five of us background guys there at six yeah there was another marine scene that they were shooting same day that they needed more people for Mm -hmm. so we walk out to our peasant area and there's like 20 guys there now all dressed as marines and they're for this other shot but the when is when yeah the the guy comes up and he's like I don't know if we can use you guys because you were just in this like infirmary scene. Mm-hmm. So stay here, don't but go. you're probably going to wrap soon, but we're going to use all these guys. So they go set up this other scene and I kind of had the wherewithal to think like they're going to forget we're here a hundred percent because there's just too much going on. Yeah. And again, it was crazy to see like there are 120 people working on the scene they're shooting and working on the next scene just doing all this stuff all while we're just trying to get a two minute shot mm-hmm. crazy um but i kind of stand where like i can see the other scene being shot and me and ron are like talking hanging out and dude two hours go by before they even start shooting this scene and we you know it takes they get this the shot and finally they come over and they're like, you guys are free to go you yeah. can leave um and so like walk off set but yeah i was on set until from six for five hours yeah. basically and that is efficient. That's what's that's wild. actually what's well, wild. It was funny. There was another guy. Um, there was a guy with the long hair that kind of complained a lot. Um, there was another guy that showed up late for our 6 a.m. call time and was like complaining about how like they didn't have any like he couldn't get coffee and you know all this stuff. And in my head, I'm like, this must be his first time too. Like he was just very like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. People who complain like that, he's been doing that a while. We're changing. He's like, man, they've been doing this all the time. Like they call us in and they like use us once and like let us go i've done i've been this <laughs> apparently he's been an extra on walker like four times there are people who um, are professional extras which is fine i guess yeah uh, but he was he was like complaining about how they keep letting them go early because then you're not in, not in as many shots yeah I don't, it was just very clear that like me and ron and this other guy were having fun and other guys were not um yeah but i am now marine number three officer brooks on a uh, cw Walker, season three, episode 11. There you uh, go. Her arm. So look out. Check for it him. out. Again, I'm not letting it go to my head <laughs> at all. I'm very humble about my success in the industry. We do call you Hollywood now. <laughs> Please don't. That's your new nickname. Please don't. I'm going to call you Hollywood. I'm going to change your name <laughs> um, on my phone to Hollywood. And, and I can't, I'll say it on the camera again. Legacy casting, Stephanie, y'all are amazing. The entire production team at Walker, y'all are doing great work. I, I had a good I had a good experience like I had what you would think a good background experience was. It sounds like you did. Yeah, yeah. it was I just me. I'm observing it so I can talk shit on my podcast and selfishly like I'm so happy you got to experience something that that I can now share with you for sure. I never want to do it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I will never do that. Yeah, again. Yeah. That was I figured. no, not at all. Yeah. Like it, I would love to audition for some sure. things and have a chance to be the guy who like says some stuff things. Yeah. and then walks off the scene and reaches out his hand and like someone hands him a phone. I yeah. saw that happen. Yeah. And it wasn't even it's a cool, star. Right? It yeah, was yeah. just another actor. That, dude, yeah. He's walking on and this isn't your phone. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Anyway, um, so that's my update. You had a fun conversation with mom. 
<laughs> oh my god. It's yeah, kind of a backup update, but you know what? Let's uh let's dive right in, shall yeah. we? As you guys know, I hurt my back. I'm on the mend. Things are getting better. I got a shot in it, um, which has helped a little bit with the pain. Yeah. Still, you know, still a little shaky, mm-hmm. still, still figuring out uh meds dosages yeah. and, and what I can and can't do. And in the realm of things I can't do are important, vital actions that are a result from a date that has gone well. Yes. Seth can't have sex. <sighs> yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um, you can't meet your needs. I can't meet my own needs. Or someone else's. I don't know about that. I'm well, you probably it. could. But, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh, it would hurt a lot. It's a complicated... You haven't tried is, yet. All I'm saying is this is going to be complicated. You can tell it's going to be a complicated process. I can tell it's going to be complicated. Yeah. It's going to require some learning. Yeah. A lot of communication, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Little movement. But, you know, we're pretty, we have a good relationship with our parents. Great relationship. We like to talk to them about once a week. Yeah. Um, you know, mom will call us. Mm-hmm. I like to answer. Yeah. Uh, I'll even <laughs> call her occasionally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love them very dearly. Mm-hmm. And I try to be honest mm-hmm. with our parents when they ask us questions. Yeah. So whenever we're talking, we know, either tell them. our parents the truth or don't tell them, or anything. nothing at all. Yeah, we don't okay. lie to them. I've told mom so many times, "Don't ask me a question you don't want the answer to." Yep, because I will give it to you. Yep. So we're talking, and you know, my dating life comes up mm-hmm. uh, because I think at this point I'm the most single Rogers. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Our intern might have something going on. Maybe. Who, Who knows? knows? But uh, I'm I'm incredibly single, and that's okay, yeah. but I am now dating again. Throwing yourself out trying there. Trying to. Yeah. Have some fun. So mom asked, hey, yeah, I heard you, you know, you had a, you got a date scheduled. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do? And I was like, oh, we're going skydiving, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go jump on a trampoline. I feel like it is important to have conversations with your mom about mm-hmm. a lot of things, like yeah. how to how to be a good man mm-hmm. in a relationship. Try to be a good man. Try to be yeah. a good man. Uh, what it means to show up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what what we can do as men to take care of women yeah. and support them and lift them up, right? Yeah. Uh, and because we have comfort with our mom, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable whenever she was asking questions about dating mentioning that you know what mom i like i'm really excited about this date but i'm worried because and here's where i had to be careful yeah because i i don't actually you can't be like mom i can't sling it like i used to (laughs) (laughs) so what i say is well mom i'm I'm super excited about this date Mm -hmm. um i i think the girl's really cool i'm really worried that that i'm not going to be able um gee i don't know how to put this i don't know if i can be able to dance and she takes a second. Yeah. And, and she, you don't know where she's going. And I don't know where she's going to go. Because sometimes she'll be like, and we're done. And we're done. Which she has done, and I respect that. Yeah. God bless her. Mm-hmm. She picks it right up and goes, well, can you at least two-step? <laughs> Which, oh, what my that God. Mean? Well, I, that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, mom, what is what, that What mean? in her head Actually, is- you know what I said? I said, listen- that's funny. To be honest, I don't know if I could even do the little prom dance at the end of a coming of age movie where you're just kind of like swaying side by side. Yeah. I think I think I'm pretty limited. I think yeah. she I think she may have to grab a wheelchair and push me around a little bit. A little bit. I think that's kind of where we you are. Might have to try the Abbott position. Mike got It's never going to stop. It's just too easy. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> that was good. I nice. liked that. Oh man. Oh, I mean, hey, 
whatever whatever works yeah but yeah so i i uh i got to have about a, a 15 minute conversation yeah with well, what did she say about like she was like maybe women like to lead she she was very kind she tried to lift up lift my spirits a little bit she goes you know son it's okay you know not every man is the best dancer some sometimes <laughs> sometimes son a woman likes to lead uh-huh and that's where i had to stop the conversation yeah, you were like hey, we're done <laughs> i was like and we're done, done. oh all right the, the rare moment when mom bests me at my own she, game she'll do that she'll like do that if she wades into the water she mm-hmm. will go all the way to the deep end and it's freaking wild if mom throws down nobody can hold a candle nope. if she throws it's down. getting her to throw down yes it's but we, i had a great conversation about sex with my mother using only dance parlance. dance terms only nice. dance terms cool yeah it was great well we will keep everybody updated on seth's ability to dance um at texas seth if you're interested in the moves that he might have oh god or if you're a lady who likes to lead texas seth on instagram also texas pod on instagram texas pod on YouTube. Make sure to give us a follow. We're going to keep you updated on everything going on in our lives. Keep a lookout for um, Love is Blind, Texas Edition. Texas Edition. <laughs> Texas Edition. Oh my gosh. Oh we my really gosh. shot ourselves in the foot there. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> keep anyway. an eye out for uh, the dating show based on my dating life. Uh, you know, maybe we should do a little segment like the that. The Texas little Two-Step. Listener. Little Texas Two-Steps. Anyway, um, give us the follow. Make sure you subscribe. We got great clips coming out thanks oh to gosh. Pouch 6 Studios. Huge shout out to Pouch 6. Shouts out Jake. Shouts out Alec at Creators Collective. As well. Make sure, uh, yeah, Ingram, Ryan O'Malley, everybody oh, here at the studio. Thank you to Creators Collective for making all this possible. Go check them out at creatorscollective.us. We have the ad reader earlier in the episode, but just one more shout out. Textures Pod, YouTube, Instagram, follow, subscribe. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Bye, Bye y'all. y'all.